live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys BCIAA Playoff Basketball. Brought to you by Meg's Quilted Memories on the web at MegsQuiltedMemories.com and the Reading Royals at RoyalsHockey.com. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Mike Boyer. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles and Birth Catholic Saints fans to the Boys Varsity Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll have all the action between the Exeter Eagles and the Burks Catholic Saints at the top of the hour. But first, these messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. store them, make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And now, back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live from Santander Arena in Reading, Pennsylvania for tonight's BCIAA quarterfinal playoff game between the Exeter Eagles and the Burks Catholic Saints. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth along with my broadcast partner, Mike Boyer. I'm Darren Ziner. And Mike, talking about the number six seed Eagles first, they pulled the upset against third-seeded Wilson, 55-51. A few items of note about that game. First off, it was on the road in West Lawn, not an easy place to play. And two, it's not as if Exeter was on a roll, having lost seven of their last eight. But Mike, getting into those details of that game in a minute, most didn't even think Exeter had a chance. Coach Ashcroft, the staff, and the players executed to come out with that win. You know, I, I start with Coach Ashcroft, you're right. His enthusiasm, his confidence in his team going into that game, I think helped those guys settle in and play a very strong game on both sides of the ball. Now certainly what they got defensively from Zion Pascal was out of this world. But again, I think it starts with Coach Ashcroft, his confidence in his players, his confidence in his team. He knows who they are. He knows they were down, but he did not give up on them. He didn't let them give up on themselves, and that's what you saw the other night. Talk about a game. Colin Payne finishing with 21 points. Anthony Cachese, an absolute beast in the paint. 19 points, 12 boards. Teddy Snyder adding 11. Mike, on a night that they needed every point they could get, like you just said, the defense came up huge. Absolutely, and at the end of the game, I mean, there wasn't much scoring because the defense of both teams kept playing hard. Free throw shooting for Exeter down the line. But again, you know, you talk about Anthony Cachese there. What a huge role he played in that game. We've seen the big cheese come out and get five points early, not see him again for two, three quarters. Maybe six, seven points here and not see him again. He scored the first three quarters and uh, he just kept on scoring. 
in the last meeting between Wilson Exeter, Cam Jones had 23 points, but in this one, between Zion Pascal, Alex Kelsey, they hold Jones to one of 10 shooting and two points on the night. And Mike, they set their sights on shutting down Jones. They did just that. They're gonna need that same defensive effort tonight against the talented J.J. Jordan and company. Absolutely, and we're gonna see Zion Pascal and J.J. Jordan for four quarters tonight. J.J. Jordan is a very athletic slasher to the basket. Zion Pascal gets in your face. He's up in your grill the whole time. He forces you away from the basket. As you said, he did not score a point the other night and the 54 points Eagles scored, but he held the leading scorer for Wilson and one of the best scorers in the county to just two points, as you said. And Mike, looking at how that game played out, it was a slow first quarter after one. Exeter had a 15-12 lead. And yes, of course, it was kind of back and forth throughout the game for that 55-51 victory for Exeter. But one thing that Exeter has struggled with all year long is getting out of the gate early. They went up 9-0 in one game, basically let them come back in uh, as far as in no time. So in tonight's crucial game, if they get up early, I'm gonna use a word sustain. They're gonna have to find a way to sustain the lead. Well, I think the first part you said there is they've got to get out to a good start. You know, that's got to be the, the, the push that Coach Ashcroft's giving to his team. He's got to tell them we've got to start both ends of the court, but we've got to score points early. Whether that's going to their star player in Colin Payne, whether that's a role player, whether it's throwing the ball down low to AC, Anthony Cachese, they've got to find a way to score the start of this game in the first quarter. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The 19 and three and second seed, Burke's Catholic Saints got to tonight's game with a 66-52 win over Antietam. The Saints withstood a 13-2 Mounts run midway through the third to pull within three at 34-31, but a 10-2 Saints run to end the quarter Bumped that lead to 44-33, and they never looked back. Aiden Sands had 21, 19 of those in the second half. Ryan Cope, 13. Uh, we hope he's okay tonight. He had an ugly fall in that game. Came down hard on his shoulder, but Mike, Burks Catholic has done a nice job of having others step into that scoring jo uh, role, and it doesn't have to be J.J. Jordan every night. No, and you're right. They have four guys who score the ball constantly. You, know, you just talk about the game they had against uh, Antietam. Four scorers and double digits from Miller with 11. Um, Jordan had 13. Uh, Aiden Sands had, as you said, 21. And, and Ryan Cook had 14 in that game. But, you know, the difference in that game when it got close was truly that Aiden Sands took the game over. 
He scored 10 in the third, nine in the fourth, and was unstoppable going to the basket. His athleticism shined in that second half. And that's gonna be a huge matchup issue today for the Eagles, because before you get to stopping Aiden Sands, you've gotta stop J.J. Jordan and Ryan Cook just to get to Aiden Sands. So again, that's a Teddy Snyder matchup against Aiden Sands tonight. Sands has the height and probably the athleticism over him. And you mentioned as far as I remember, and I said this earlier in the season when we were calling the two games against Burst Catholic, I go back to last year, and yes, Aiden Sands, Ryan Koch, they had the size, but they didn't have that aggressiveness. They didn't charge the basket. This year, obviously, a year of growth, I get that, but a totally different look to the Saints offense because they're doing that now. Yeah, absolutely. And their confidence levels is sky high right now. Um, I believe they've won something like 10 of their last 11, 11 of the last 12, something like that. Um, you know, I think their last loss was to Reading. And so here's a team that is, is extremely confident right now. Four guys who can score the ball. The last time the Eagles and the Saints played each other, Tyler Givens gave him a great effort. Um, he came out and hit jump shots away from the basket, hit a three-point basket. You know, Exeter's defensive strategy against the Saints last week or two weeks ago was to put Kachasey in the paint to try and stop J.J. Jordan driving. Well, BC said, okay, we're just going to back out Givens and let him shoot the ball. And he hit a few jump shots which completely set that game away. First game was a close game, second game was a 20-point blowout. We take a look at scoring, and it's a, a sharp contrast. With Exeter, you've got Colin Payne averaging 19. The next in line for Exeter is a player who won't be in tonight's game, Joey Schlaffer, about 10 and a half. So from there, you go to Teddy Snyder, about, I think, eight or nine. but. In contrast to the Saints, Jordan averaging 16-1, Coke averaging 14-2, Sands 12-3, add in Jack Miller with eight. Mike, there's a reason the Saints are averaging 61 points a game. Absolutely. And, you know, you just talked about Teddy Snyder. You can't forget, Teddy Snyder has scored double digits the last four games. He, um, he had, what was it, 11 against uh, Wilson. He had 17 against uh, Perk Valley, whatever it was, 18 against Wilson, and then he had 19 the game before that. So there's four games in a row for Teddy Snyder. They're going to need Teddy Snyder to score the ball tonight. It cannot just fall upon Kachasey and Payne because you're not sure what you're going to get from Kachasey as far as total points. You know what you're going to get from Payne if he's on, but they need another score. Teddy Snyder's that guy. We are winding down to the start of tonight's game, and that gives us time for one last break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Mike, I think one of the huge factors tonight is going to be fouls. We've talked about it. J.J. Jordan will be aggressive. Exeter has shown a challenge against teams that have quick guards. They've gotten themselves in foul trouble. And just like last night's girls 
Saints game, free throws could end up being a factor at the end of this one. Yeah, you were calling that at halftime uh, last night's game, but you're right. You know, the, the thing that Exeter has to do is they've got to play aggressive defense, but they cannot foul. They cannot get the fouls 25, 35, 45 feet away from the basket. Any fouls can happen, has to happen inside. Yeah, both these teams know each other so well. The matchups are going to go. Pascal's going to get uh, Jordan. Payne's going to be on Miller. Kelsey's going to be on Cuck. Snyder's going to be on Sands. And, of course, Kachasey on Givens. There's no secret of what's going to happen tonight, who's getting who and what they're going to do. It comes down to who puts the ball in the basket and who plays the best defense tonight. I think you said it aptly when you mentioned that these two teams know each other very well. They've seen what the other does. And we're going to have our national anthem and we'll go silent. In true fashion, before we even get started tonight, producer Jerry pinches his finger, gutting through the pain in order to continue with our production value. I chalked it up to Old Glory taking a shot at Jerry right there. I don't know about you, but that's what I thought that was. Here are you, the starting lineups for the Exeter Eagles. Number one, Zion Pascal. The third leading scorer in Burks at 19, Colin Payne, number 12. Number 14, three-point specialist, Teddy Snyder. Number 30, Alex Kelsey, another defensive specialist. And the big man in the middle, number 44, Anthony Cachese. We move to the Burks Catholic Saints. There'll be no surprise here on these starting five. Go ahead, call it, Mike. <laughs> They'll start off at the point guard with J.J. Jordan, number four, the junior, who just celebrated his 17th birthday on Monday. You've got Ryan Cook coming in at the shooting guard. He'll be the jump guy, though, against Cachese to start it. At the shoot-up setup guard, Jack Miller, the junior. And coming off a, a real big game the other night, the senior Aiden Sands, and in the middle, senior Tyler Givens. It'll be him against Anthony Cachese all night long. And there you have it, the starting five for both teams. The referees taking off their warm-up coats. 
the PA announcer giving his final comments, as is the case before every game. Final huddles, Coach Ashcroft with the Eagles. Coach Esterly there with the Saints. Anthony Cachese sporting a new haircut there. M&M on the PA system, apparently building off of his Super Bowl performance. I thought I saw 50 Cent hanging upside down over there, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I think there's a bat over there. Oh no, it's 50 Cent. So Ryan Cook, I think I pronounced Ryan's last name probably about three or four different ways. We're gonna go with Cook tonight. I think it is Cook, Cuck. I asked Jason Linderman, the assistant coach for BC, and he said, I'm not sure myself. I'll get it by the time he's a senior. So Cachese gets control, gets it back to Alex Kelsey. Here's Colin Payne putting up a three right away. Cachese with the rebound, kicks it out to Zion Pascal. Teddy Snyder has it top three. To the right to Alex Kelsey. Exeter in the rotations. Zion Pascal gets it further left to Kelsey. Kelsey dribbling left to right. Sand stops him. They move it to the far right. Pascal brings it back out to Teddy. He puts up a two from the top of the key and he hits it. The first two for Exeter on the evening. It's a two nothing Eagles lead. Excuse me, they gave him the three. Yeah, they gave him three behind the archer a little bit. Here goes a block by Big Cheese. Cut goes down the lane, rebound it, turn over here to Teddy Snyder, and the Exers are back into the front court. Teddy Snyder has the dribble, gets it back to Zion Pascal. Deep left, they get it inside to Kelsey, back out to Zion Pascal for a two on the jumper, and he hits it. And a quick and timeout. There's a timeout from the Saints. That was just a case of not picking up guys there. Nobody had Kelsey under the basket, got stuck up top there. They, they went down forward, brought it back up, and there was Pascal with the wide open. Two points there for Pascal. That's huge two points. When you think about it, that's his average right there. Nice jumper from Pascal. 103 played here in the first. It's 5 nothing Exeter. In football, you call that a slap timeout. You call your guys over, you slap them across the helmet and say, okay, okay, shake it out, let's go, here we go. There so wasn't I, a whole lot of talking no. done. It was just a matter of get out there and play ball. Ryan Cook inbounds it to Jordan. Zion Pascal picks him up three-quarter length. Jordan dribbles past him, gets into the offensive set. Still has the dribble, trying to drive on Pascal. Pascal stays with him, but Jordan keeps the ball, gets in the paint, and scores. Again, that is what he's going to do. He's going to penetrate, work himself to the basket, and look for those layups. Zion Pascal has the dribble. Jordan picked him up, knocks it away, was trying to get the call, but it's gonna be off of him. Exeter will retain. Teddy Snyder will bring it in. Ryan Cook on him, they bring it back to Kelsey. Aiden Sands guarding him, he's got the dribble left to right. Get it to Teddy Snyder on the right, he bounces it inside to Colin Payne who stops for a 15 footer, that's no good. Jack Miller on the rebound and here come the Saints. It's a push hard to Givens who hits a back door to Jack Miller with the left hand. Can't get the layup to fall. Exeter with the rebound. Pascal has it. Brings it cross court to the right to Kelsey. He's being guarded by Miller. It's a nice that, little give and go there from Givens and Miller. Just Jack just didn't commit and confirm with the left hand. It was wide open. Nice move. 
Colin Payne has it, gets it further to the right. Back out to Teddy Snyder for a three. That's strong. Jack Miller with the rebound. It's 5-2, 540 to go in the first. Jordan drives the lane up against Pascal and gets it to fall. And the transition is, is where he's going to be most effective because they can't set themselves up and put help in the paint against him. He's got all four of the Saints' points. It's 5-4 Exeter, 5-20 here in the first. Cachese has it in the paint. Backs it back out to Pascal for a three. That's short. It goes past. Ultimately, Kelsey's able to run it down, but the Saints get the loose ball. Jordan has the rebound. He's got the dribble. Going up against Zion Pascal, still has the dribble, hands it off to Jack Miller. They get it to Tyler Givens' top three. They're still rotating it outside of three. Here's Cook trying to drive on Kelsey. Tyler Givens tries to drive on Cachese, backs it back out to Sands, who's driving on Teddy Snyder. Nice defense, puts up a tough shot. Givens had it down low, but Zion Pascal gets it. And ultimately, they're going to call Tyler Givens with a pushing foul on the floor. It'll be his first, team's first. And Exeter will bring it in full court. Alex Kelsey has the dribble. He's walking it up, crossing midcourt. Aiden Sands guarding him. Trying to drive around him with the right hand. Gets it to Colin Payne underneath. Got Tyler Givens off his feet. That's going to be his second. We'll see how long Aaron Reinhardt stays on the bench here. So Givens second, and Colin Payne will go to the line for two. Reinhardt just looking at Coach Esley right now on the bench with his hands on his sweatshirt. Should I take it off or not, Coach? Payne hits the first there. His first point on the night. Here's the second, it bounces off, it's no good. They battle for it, it goes off of the Saints and it's going to be Exeter ball. Snip Esterly not happy with that course of events. Alex Kelsey will bring it into the right under the basket. He's looking, he's looking. Gets it to Cachese who brings it all the way out to Zion Pascal. Get it to the deep right to Kelsey who gets it to Colin Payne for a jumper, that's no good. Rebound by Sands, he's got the dribble up court. To the right to Jordan. Jordan trying to drive, spins in the lane, gets it back to Tyler Givens who goes up strong against Cachese and scores. Yeah, nice job there with Tyler Givens working the left hand there around Cachese. Cachese got caught helping out and JJ couldn't get over fast enough to pick up Givens, he was cutting down the lane. 350 in the first, we're tied at six. Teddy Snyder has it driving on the left side, loses the ball. They're gonna say it's off of him, and it'll be Saints ball. A turnover for Exeter. And just like that, there is Aaron Reinhardt in the game for Tyler Givens. Jordan has the dribble. Crossing midcourt, Zion Pascal picks him up at three. Bring it to the left to Sands. Back to Reinhardt, they get it over to Cook to the far right for a three, that's an air ball. Zion Pascal has the dribble trying to push the issue. Gets it to the left to Alex Kelsey for a three. That's no good. Ryan Cook with the rebound. He's got the dribble far right side going up against Kelsey. 
Jordan has it beyond three, gets it to Miller and even further left to Reinhardt. Here's Cook with a three from the left side. That's no good. It's tipped out. Jack Miller has it. He stops and hit, pops a three. Rims around, no good. Zion Pascal with the rebound. Deep three there for Miller. Rattled in and out though. Inside of three minutes, we're tied at six. Exeter in the offensive set. Teddy Snyder, 10-foot jumper, it's short. Sands has the dribble, get it to Jordan. He's free throw line left. Puts up a jumper, no good. Cachese on the rebound, Exeter has it. Alex Kelsey with the dribble. Crossing midcourt, Aiden Sands on him. Get it to the left to Colin Payne, Jordan on him. Pascal has it, Miller on him. Kelsey being guarded by Sands. Teddy Snyder by Cook. And Cachese inside by Reinhardt. They get it to Cachese, he's looking for something. Gets it back to Colin Payne with a jumper just beyond the free throw line and it falls. Three points for Colin Payne. It's an 8-6 Eagles lead. Two minutes to go here in the first. Aiden this is Sands right where Exeter finds, wants to keep this game too. Aiden Sands tried to find a cutting Jordan. It's too hot for him. Zion Pascal comes up with it. Teddy Snyder has it top key beyond three. Hands it to Kelsey who gets it back to him for a three from the left side. That's no good. Jordan on the rebound. He's trying to push the issue. Zion Pascal waiting for him. Here's a three from Reinhardt. That's no good. And Exeter has the rebound. 1.20 to go here in the first. It's 8-6 Exeter. And like I was saying, this is right where Exeter wants this game to be. Close game, battling. Exeter's got to do a much better job rebounding right now than what they're doing. But as far as the tempo of the game, I think this is what Coach Ashcross would want right here. Colin Payne tried to get it to Anthony Cachese on the left. Reinhardt knocks it out of bounds, so Exeter brings it in. Kelsey has it, gets it to Zion Pascal, who was all by himself on the right-hand side. Gets it to Colin Payne, who's driving left side. Aiden Sands tries to take the ball away from Colin Payne to double him, but they're actually going to call him for the foul. That's his first, team's third. Colin Payne driving to the lane. They're going to give him two. Here's the first. No good. That's got to be a first. He's missed two free throws in a row. Shooting around 87% on the year. And like you said, an oddity to see him miss two in a game. Kateshi takes a seat as Kerpling comes into the game for the last few moments here of the first quarter. Three points for Colin Payne, a 9-6 Exeter lead. One minute to go here in the first. Aiden Sands has the dribble straight away three. Teddy Snyder on him. They're rotating it outside around three. Cook has it, gives it to Jack Miller. He's dribbling against Colin Payne. Cook has it now, thinks about a three, gets Kelsey off his feet, then decides to drive to the lane and puts it off the glass and scores. Still one of the best athletes on the basketball court in Berks County. His first bucket on the night, it's 9-8 Exeter, 30 seconds to go here in the first. Alex Kelsey has the dribble, Aiden Sands on him. Bring it to the right, Zion Pascal has it. Back it out to Kelsey. Exeter is going to be very relaxed here in taking the last shot of the quarter. We're at 15 seconds. 
Aiden Sands takes a couple steps closer to Kelsey. He's just a few steps inside midcourt, and Exeter calls timeout. 10 seconds to go here in the first. This'll give us time for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. 10.3 seconds left here in the first. Exeter will bring it in just inside midcourt, far side. I thought maybe we see uh, Reese Garvin here for the last few seconds as another outside shooter over Kelsey, but Kelsey's staying in the game for the last 10 seconds. Trevor Kepperling comes in, he's got the dribble. And as Aiden Sands has him, he gets a little caught up with Colin Payne, causing him to travel. So the Saints will get it back with 4.6 seconds left. Zion Pascal pressing Jordan. They get it to the left to Jack Miller, who puts up a quick three. It's no good. We've played one at the Santander Arena. It's Exeter 9. Burks Catholic 8. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Running Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. So, Mike, a relatively low, low scoring first quarter, but something to be said as far as turnovers. Yeah, absolutely. And both teams have done a nice job controlling the ball. Um, you know, we talked to Coach Matt Ashcroft before the game about Zion Pascal as the point guard against Wilson. Zero turnovers the other night. Exers had two. BC's had two turnovers here in the first quarter. Um, and so it's been a very well-played game as far as fundamentals. Just more shots need to go up. Both teams playing very good defense right now. Colin Payne and J.J. Jordan, four points apiece there in the first. Here's Aiden Sands with a drive, goes with the left hand. It doesn't fall. Zion Pascal comes away with it. Jordan comes up limping. He's back into the offensive set now. Kelsey has it. Teddy Snyder hands it off to Colin Payne on the left-hand side. Jordan trying to shake off an ankle injury or what it looks to be. They get it to Zion Pascal at the top. He's driving on Jordan. That might be something to take advantage of right now if you're Exeter. They get it to Teddy Snyder. He's trying to drive on Cook, but there's nothing there, so he backs it back out. Here's Kelsey. He drives in, throws up a wild right-handed shot. No good. 
Jordan with the rebound. He's pushing the issue. Blasts wow, into. No call either way. He though. Wow. absolutely blasted into Zion Pascal, and Pascal goes flying. Like he said, no call. They get the ball inside to Anthony Cachese off the glass. He scores and a foul on Cook. That's going to be the play. If there's going to be a signature play for Exeter tonight, that's going to be it, Mike. Yeah, if he converts this three-point play right here with the N1, uh, nice job there by Colin Payne. Faked the jump shot on the outside, drove in. They collapsed on him on the baseline, dished it down to big AC, and he laid it in and got the foul. And he could not convert, though, on the free throw. Free throw, free throw no good. 6.50 to go. It's 11-8, Exeter here in the second. The Saints in the offensive set. They get it inside to Reinhardt. He plays give and go with Cook, who puts up a three. No good. And there's Zion Pascal to run it down. Zion Pascal probably with five rebounds thus far this game. Well, there's nobody in the paint right there. That ball came off the rim and bounced in the middle of the, in the, middle of the lane, and no one picked it up until Pascal got there. Exeter in the offensive set. Colin Payne has it beyond three left. They get it inside to Cachese. He's looking to drive on Reinhardt. Goes up with the right hand on the glass and scores. That is something that Anthony did not do all year. Now he's starting to be effective on the low post. Use his body, creating space and laying it in. He's got four points. Here's a three from Sands straight away and he hits it. His first points on the night, a 13-11 Exeter lead, 5.55 to go here in the second. They get it to Teddy Snyder. Jack Miller almost tied him up, but he's able to back it out to Zion Pascal. Last night, that would have been a jump ball in that situation right That's there. That's true. Payne Colin right Payne. over top of him, yep. They give him a two with a jumper from the right side. Six points on the night for him. 15-11 Exeter, 5.30 here in the second. They get it to Jordan in the offensive set as he tries to move against Zion Pascal. He shuffles his feet. It's a travel and a turnover. Exeter will bring it in. Kevin Lawler comes into the game. Jordan takes a seat while Snip Esterly Gives him some coaching advice. Exeter in the offensive set. They get it to Zion Pascal for a three on the left side. That's no good. Reinhardt with the rebound. Cook has the dribble. Gets it to Reinhardt on the left. Further left to Lawler. Sands has it driving against Teddy Snyder. Takes a few steps. Tries to go with the left hand on the left side of the glass. It won't fall, but Teddy Snyder will be called with the foul. That's his first, and it's the team's first of the first half. Darren, on the offensive side for Exeter right now, they've got Lawler covering Payne. If I'm Exeter, that's the matchup I'm going to right now until they bring Jordan back in the game. And Sands leaves it short in the front end of the iron there, missing the first. Came in shooting 65%. Five minutes even here in the second. His second is up and it's good. Four points on the night for Sands. It's a 15-12 Exeter lead. In the offensive set, they get it inside to Cachese who goes up really quick off the glass on Reinhardt and scores. Who is that man? Six points in the quarter for Anthony Cachese. 17-12 Exeter. 
The Saints in the offensive set. Cook tries to drive right to left on Pascal, but Pascal bodies him up. They call him for the foul. That's going to be his first, team second. So this five-point lead matches the biggest lead of the game. His extra jumped out to a 5-0 lead. Here's Cook trying to drive on Pascal. Doesn't give him anything. They get it back to Reinhardt for a three, and he hits it. Big three from Aaron Reinhardt. And it's a 17-15 Eagles lead, 4-10 to go in the second. Here's Colin Payne with a three on the other end, and he hits it. Five points on the quarter for Payne, nine overall. And it's back to the five-point lead. Here are the Saints. A drive by Miller was short, but Aiden Sands cleans it up and puts it back in. He scores. And that's the athleticism right there of Aiden Sands, able to grab the rebound and go right back up to the basket and lay it in above everyone else. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Pascal has it on the far left side. 3.30 to go here in the second, 2017 Exeter. Zion Pascal has the dribble, 10 feet straight away beyond three. Get it to the right. Inside to Cachese. Sands tries to take a swat at it. Kelsey tried to drive, kicks it out to Colin Payne, who's driving against Lawler. Puts it up strong, no good. Sands on the rebound. He slows it down. Brings it to Reinhardt on the near side. He's dribbling left to right. Cachese guarding him. Here's Aiden Sands. He has it trying to drive on Kelsey. Goes up with the right hand. It doesn't fall. But Kelsey is called for the foul. He'll go to the line shooting too. It's Kelsey's first, team's third. Sands on the line. He puts up the first, and it's good. Sands has the ball for his second. It's on its way, but it's short. Cachese with the rebound. Seven points in the quarter for Sands. It's a two-point Exeter lead at 2.45 to go in the second. Kelsey has the dribble. Sands on him. Looks to drive on Sands. A crossover in the middle. He loses control. It's a turnover. Caccioni has it for the Saints. Gets it to Jordan. Here's Sands trying to drive on Cachese. Kicks it out to Reinhardt for a three. That's strong, no good. Cachese tips it up to himself. Here goes Exeter. Teddy Snyder has it, hands it off to Colin Payne for a three. That's no good. That was a difficult shot. Yeah, bad spacing there. There were two on two. They should just pull it out and wait to set up the offense there. Caccioni has it for the Saints, gets it to Reinhardt deep left. They bring it back out to Cook. Sands has it. It's a three, and he hits it. Big quarter for Aiden Sands, Sands here. Sands warming up. Yep, 10 points in the quarter, it looks like. 21-20, the Saints take a one-point lead, 145 to go in the second. Kelsey has the dribble. Beyond three straight away. Goes to the left to Zion Pascal. They bring it back to Teddy Snyder. 
Cook on him, he gives it up. They get it to Colin Payne, who's among three players. And while they try to tie him up, Exeter calls timeout. 1.30 to go. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. The old faking Jerry out. Once I saw the 30-second timeout, I figured we might as well keep it here. So like you said, Aiden Sands, Aiden Sands 10 points in the quarter. He's come alive to save the Saints. Absolutely, and he was streaky the other night. He had a great second half. Great to see him get out and get 10 points in the second quarter. He's got to sustain that for them, not just for the Berkshire playoffs, but through the district playoffs and the state level as well. But absolutely, again, you see his athleticism. He can go above everyone else. He has the ability to out-jump people, get up to the rim, lay it in, shoot the jump shot. He has the full package. He certainly does. The Saints will bring it in. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Exeter will bring it in to the left of their own basket. Kelsey gets it to Anthony Cachese. Reinhardt on him, he's trying to back him down. Goes off the glass, it's short, no good. And on the rebound, they're gonna call Cachese reaching in for a push. That'll be Cachese's first, team's fourth. But they're doing what we thought they would using that size advantage against Reinhardt to try to get easy ones off the glass. Yeah, absolutely. Cook has it straight away, trying to drive on Snyder, get it to the left to Reinhardt, back to Cook, thinks about a three, Caccioni has it, gets it to Jordan on the left for a three, that's no good. Cachese on the rebound, gets it to the left to Colin Payne, hands it to Kelsey and he's got the dribble. Again, Exeter tries to slow the game down, bring the ball up through half court slowly. Snyder with a long three. No good. Anthony Cachese battles for it. It ends up in the hands of Jordan, trying to push it, gets it ahead to Sands, and he drives right into Colin Payne, and it's going to be a charge. Yeah, those guys bang heads down there at the other end. I'm not sure what Aaron Reinhardt is doing. He keeps shaking his head, rubbing his head, so... Let's see what happens. Well, you see Colin Payne take the charge down here. Colin Payne's probably taking more charges than anyone else in Berks County over the last four years. And that's the first charge they've actually given him in a while. Yeah, that's true. Alex Kelsey with the dribble, gets it to Colin Payne on the right. Gets it back to a cutting Teddy Snyder. He's got Cook on him, puts up a shot, no good. Sands runs it down. Teddy Snyder trying to get it back is gonna be called for the foul. Little frustration foul there. That's going to be Teddy's second, team fifth. 24 seconds to go in the second. We're stuck at 21-20. Jack Miller comes into the game for Caccioni. Saints bring the ball in full court. Jordan has the dribble, crosses mid. Brings it to the left, Aiden Sands has it. They move it to the right, Jack Miller. He's being guarded by Terman now in the game. Here's Jack Miller for a three from the right side. Gets his rebound. Gets it back to Jordan for a two at the buzzer, and that's no good. We have played one half. It's Burks Catholic 21, Exeter 20. We'll be back with halftime comments after these commercial messages 
You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a health care provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. This is the sound of Exeter Eagles basketball on the crystal clear digital quality Exeter Sports Network. He's on the line. He's got his second. It's coming. And that is no good. It is a two-point 
Wilson lead. They're on the fast break. They get it to Anthony Cachese. They back it out to Joey Schlaffer. Go cross court to Teddy Snyder. He puts up a three. It's good! Six seconds to go. He hits it. Wilson calls timeout. And Exeter with a one-point lead on a huge three from Teddy Snyder. This is the sound of high school basketball on analog, tired old AM radio. Exeter Sports Network. Snyder, he puts up a three, it's good! Tired old AM radio. You're listening to high school sports coverage from Jerry Gellick Media, the leader in sports broadcasting in Berks County, the home of the Exeter Sports Network and the Saint Sports Network on the web at jgmedia.us. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. At the Santander Arena, Mike, you just alluded to it. Nice crowd on hand to watch Berks County basketball. And we take a look at scoring in that first half for Exeter. Colin Payne leads them with nine. Anthony Cachese came alive in the second, scoring six. And then a smattering everywhere else for the Saints. Aiden Sands broke free for 10 points. And then J.J. Jordan has four. So, Mike, what are your thoughts there on that first half? Well, like you said, you know, that game, um, what, what Sands did there in the second quarter, really kept B.C. in the game and gave him this lead. Ten points in the second quarter, two trips to the free throw line, two threes, and a field goal from, from inside the, the arc. Um, but really, not a whole lot of scoring anywhere else for B.C. You know, ironically enough, when you look at the scoring columns here, if you scored in the first quarter, you were not allowed to score in the second quarter and vice versa. There is only one player who scored points in both the first and the second quarters. And that was Colin Payne with four in the first and five in the second. So Cachese comes out and gets a nice six points in the second quarter, but Sands comes out and gets 10. Um, you know, Jordan had four for the Saints in the first quarter. Um, Snyder had three, but that was it. You know, the, the scoring has not been, uh, you know, 21-20 has not been a huge scoring night for either team. I think both teams now are probably loose or in the game, and they know right now this is a game, and both teams are going to fight to win this game. My my one concern may be Exeter used two timeouts during the first half. They have three left. Uh, they used a timeout right at the end of the half, turned the ball over anyhow, didn't get really anything out of the timeout, but three timeouts to go the rest of the way. They're going to need all three of those at the end of the game. This is going to be close at the end if Exeter can keep the tempo and the pace of the game right where it is now. Mike, you mentioned this while we were at commercial break before we got started with our halftime comments. Obviously, Coach Ashcroft knew that last game that these two teams played, a 60-40 Saints victory, 
they had to slow it down because they weren't going to be able to match the Saints point for point. Yeah, absolutely. We've not seen Exeter come out in transition yet. Whether it's a rebound or a made basket by the Saints, the ball's been walked up the court to half court where every set has been a set here. They've looked down low to Chasey a lot more tonight in the first half than they have in weeks prior. But a nice job by Anthony Chase. They said in the second quarter, Colin Payne got off a little bit. Got to see Teddy Snyder in the scoring column. And if you're the Saints, you want to pick this pace up. You want to force Exeter to have to play with you in transition because, again, Jordan, Sands, and Cuck are very difficult to play with in the open court as they're in transition. And we've seen a little bit of that, but not very much. We continue to wind down here at halftime, and that gives us time for a quick commercial break. We'll be back after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sauteed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Taking a look at one of the prior games that these two teams played, we talked about balanced scoring. And I'll say going back to, and yes, I realize this was a little bit earlier in the season, but back in January, January the 6th to be exact, Burks Catholic had a 56-51 win. The reason I point that out, we talk about balanced scoring in that particular game, and I'm going to see if I can find these stats real quick. Jordan had 20, Miller 10, or I should say 12. Cook added 9, Sand 7. They're going to have to do a lot tonight in order to match those kinds of totals if they're going to expect a similar outcome. Well, just like you said, in the second game as well, Jordan had 16, Sands 11. Uh, Tyler Gibbons had nine points that game. And then Miller and Cook both had eight. So again, very balanced scoring for the Saints. We're just not seeing a lot of balance right now and they're scoring uh, 10 points and then the next leading scorer has four. And again, we talked about 10 points coming all in the second quarter for Aiden Sands. The Saints walking onto the court to get this second half started. Time winding down, you will hear the buzzer very shortly. Exeter in their final huddle. On the sideline, they come out with Zion Pascal, Alex Kelsey, Teddy Snyder, Colin Payne, Anthony Cachese. The Saints counter with Jack Miller, Aiden Sands, JJ Jordan, Ryan Cook, and Tyler Givens, who has those three fouls. Alex Kelsey gets the inbound. Exeter rotates it left. Teddy Snyder has it. Back top key beyond three. Zion Pascal with the dribble. Colin Payne far right. Jordan tries to get it away. He's bodying Colin Payne up pretty hard. They get it inside to Zion Pascal. Kelsey gets ultimately Aiden Sands up off his feet but can't get the layup to go. 
Here come the Saints in transition. Teddy Snyder knocks the ball away from Jordan. Here's Exeter in transition, trying to get it across to Colin Payne. That's tipped away. Here's Jack Miller bringing the ball up court, and he backs it out a little bit. Sands has it, tries to drive on Colin Payne, brings it to Tyler Givens. Now it's far right baseline to Jordan. He's looking to drive on Pascal, tries to go left, goes right. Pascal gets ball, nothing there. And Exeter comes away with it. Teddy Snyder with the dribble beyond three. Givens on him. Bring it back out to Kelsey. Cook on him. They get it inside to Cachese. Jordan standing there. Cachese backs into him. They call Cachese for the offensive foul. Coach Ashcroft can't believe it. I don't think anybody else can either. The size advantage certainly didn't help Cachese as he bumped into him. Well, he extended that arm. That was the problem. He just went into him right away. He didn't have to use his elbow there, but he did clear him out as he pushed down. That's a good job by J.J. Jordan there. That was Cachese's second, team first of the second half. As the Saints had it in the offensive set, it gets knocked out of bounds. Aiden Sands will bring it in. You know, we talk about turnovers at, at halftime here. Extra had three turnovers in the first half. They have three turnovers in the first minute, 21 seconds of the second half here. It did get a little sloppy. Both teams going back and forth, back and forth, trying to drive a little out of control. So the Saints inbound it. They get it inside to a nice backdoor cut by Aiden Sands. He got the ball. Before he could get a shot up, he's fouled by Kelsey. That's going to be his second, team second, and the Saints will bring it in. They get it inside to Tyler Givens. He was being guarded by Cachese, decides to kick it out. Tyler Givens gets it back now, deep left. Cook has it on the left side for a three. That's no good. Cachese comes down with the rebound, hands it to Kelsey. You see the switch extra made there on defense. They've put uh, Pascal now on Sands here to start the third quarter. Here's a near steal. Teddy Snyder put up a jumper, no good. Cook tried to run the floor, but... Missed opportunity for Exeter right there. Givens didn't see it. Here's Jordan driving the lane. Kelsey did a nice job of getting ball, but he got body as well. So Jordan will go to the line to shoot two. Kelsey's third, team third. Jordan on the line with his first. JJ shoots 52 on the season. First one is up and no good off the back iron, strong. So again, free throw shooting we talked about last night's game. We'll see how it plays out here at the end, but again, these are easy points just being given away in a one point game. Indeed, here's the second from Jordan, that's no good. Two completely different free throw shots there too. Just his whole uh, mechanics change on the second shot. Cachese gets the rebound. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's a three from Teddy Snyder, no good. Rebounded Sands. Jordan trying to force the issue, bangs into Pascal. They bounce it out to Sands for a three. That's an air ball. It goes out of bounds. And it's gonna be Exeter ball. Didn't look like Aiden got any legs into that one. It was an arm, strong arm type shot fell way short and goes out of bounds. So Exeter looking for a little more offense here. They bring Reese Garvin into the game. 
We've the played, sophomore. We played two and a half minutes in the third and no one scored. It's still 21-20 Saints. Exeter in the offensive set. Colin Payne has it beyond three. Takes a step on Jordan, puts up a 18-footer, no good. Cook runs down the rebound. Here's a drive by Jordan, left to right, goes high off the glass, it's no good. They're gonna call Zion Pascal for the foul. That's gonna be his second, team fourth. But here are the Eagles racking up some early fouls. Four already, and we've played three minutes of this third quarter. Fouls and turnovers so far for the first three minutes into this quarter. Jordan's first free throw, no good. Again, yeah, 0 for 3, and that's three different strokes I've seen out from the line from him. Uh, let's see if this one resembles any of the first three. Got to get up on his toes and stay up there and finish. He's falling away and dropping down. Jordan has it. A few dribbles, takes a look. It's on its way, and that's no good. That does not leave your memory bank later in the game when you go to the line in crucial spots. That's right. Exeter now in the offensive set. Zion Pascal has it on the right. He's being guarded by Jack Miller. They're trying to get it inside to Cachese. They just got no space and everybody's climbed down low with him. They got to clear out and get in the ball down there. Reese Garvin now in the game. He's going to put up a three from the left side. That's no good. Aiden Sands gets the rebound, falls on top of Kelsey. And here's Jordan with the dribble. Cook trying to drive on Reese Garvin. Gets it back to Jordan. Can't control it, finally does. Trying to drive on Zion Pascal. I'll tell you what, they're giving Zion some fouls here and I'm not necessarily sure because it looks like Jordan's fallen away from the basket when he's putting the shot up. You know, you talked about this last night during our broadcast that Referees were not bailing guys out who were just driving down the lane recklessly. Here they bailed him out twice in a row with just out of control drives down the lane and, and guys just playing defense on him. Here's Jordan's first and he hits it. It's a 22-20 Saints lead, 4-23. Yet to be played here in the third. Jordan's second is up that short. Cachese has it. He's one of six from the line tonight. One of six this quarter. That's true. Exeter in the offensive set. Get it inside to Anthony Cachese with a soft hook in the paint, and he scores. We are tied at 22, four minutes to go. Here's Jordan, tries to drive, but he shuffles his feet. Reese Garvin does a great job of defense. Jordan tried to go to the right in the paint, but there was Anthony Cachese, nowhere to go. Slides the feet and he comes out of the game. And again, Coach Ashley not happy with um, JJ just going rectly to the basket. And that's something they've worked on all season long trying to settle him down. And that's why you see him out of the game right now. A give and go here with Cachese. And it's a jumper from Zion Pascal, and he hits it. He's got four on the night and it's a two point Exeter lead, three and a half to go. Here's a give and go with Caccione. He tries to drive, goes up with the right hand 
No good, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Reese Garvin will get the foul. That's his first, but more importantly, it's the team's sixth. And BC is just taking the ball to the hole right now and picking up fouls. And Caccioni misses the first. Here's the second, that one good. It's a one point Exeter lead, 325 here in the third. Zion Pascal has it on the right side. He's just holding it right now, directing traffic. Jack Miller guarding him. Looking, uses Cachese as a screen, gets it to a cutting Reese Garvin who puts up a floater in the lane and scores. Nice cut by Reese Garvin. And he's got his first bucket of the night. The Saints in the offensive set. Here's Tyler Givens trying to go, gets it to the left. They get it to Cook. And they call a really interesting foul there on Zion Pascal. Just that quick, Zion's got four fouls here in the third quarter, and he will sit with 2.52 to go, and that's the guy they needed to stay in the game with no fouls to guard the shooters. And 2.52 here in the third, and Exeter is in the first bonus. Here's Cook. The first free throw, no good. Their free throw woes continue. Came in at 63%. It's probably in the 50s right now. Exeter in the offensive set. Colin Payne has it on the right. Caccioni guarding him. They get it inside to Cachese. They double him down. The ball goes back to Kelsey. A nice drive in the lane off the glass, and he scores. Kelsey's first bucket of the night. Here's a long three from Caccioni, and he hits it. And that's a big basket right there for the Saints. Caccioni coming in, averaging just over a point. That's his fourth point of the quarter. It's a two-point Exeter lead, 2.05 in the third. Anthony Caccese had it down low. Jack Miller tried to come around and double-team him, but they're going to call him for the foul. I would keep dumping it into Chasey right now. And really, the only scores in the court right now are Chasey and Payne. That's, ex excuse me, the Saints' first foul. Here's Colin Payne driving lane. Puts up a soft jumper, no good, but Chasey gets it back. He goes in strong. Tyler Givens, they thought he had the block. But he got the hack. And that's his third foul. We'll see Reinhardt come right in the game as he's running to the table right now, coming in after this first shot by Kachisi. So just like that, two quick fouls. That could be the recipe for Exeter. Go inside to Kachisi. Got to create and got to make free throws. They're creating them with Kachisi, just not making them. And Kachisi misses that first one. The free throw percentage tonight not looking too good. Here's Cachese with the second. It's on its way, that's no good. Sands has the rebound. And it doesn't improve. 
The Saints in the offensive set. Cook tried to drive on Kelsey, nothing there, so they rotate it right to Sands. Terman on him right now. Get it to Jack Miller. Colin Payne blocks him off. Here's Sands, who takes a step back. Jumper from about 20 feet, no good. Rebound Garvin for Exeter, and they're in the offensive set. Rotate it right to Garvin. They bring it back left to Kelsey. Aiden Sands on him. Cachese comes out for a pick. Here's a jumper, elbow right. No good, and as the Saints try to go into transition, the ball goes off of Ryan Cook's knee, goes out of bounds. It'll be a turnover, and it's Exeter ball. One minute to go. 28-26 Exeter. You said it before, Darren. This is where Exeter wants his game to be, close and slow. Here's Colin Payne. He drives to the lane, can't get it to fall, but Caccione fouls him. So Colin will go to the line for two. But that is three, and I'll say relatively quick fouls on the Saints. Here's Collins first, it bounces around and it drops. His first points were point of the third quarter. He's got the second, it's on its way. That's no good. The Saints with the rebound, Jack Miller has it, gets it up ahead to Reinhardt who's now in the game. Gets it to Cook 10 feet beyond. He's trying to drive on Kelsey. He gets a step on him, goes off the glass and scores on the drive. Nice drive, Ryan Cook. And it's a one point Exeter lead with 25 seconds to go here in the third. Colin Payne has it on the left side. Caccione guarding him. Get it determined cross court on the right side. He brings it right to left. Now Kelsey has it. Aiden Sands guarding him. We're at 10 seconds. Here's Alex Kelsey driving, goes under the basket, can't get it to go. The ball now on the floor. Here's Aiden Sands throwing it up, gets the rebound and taps it in at the buzzer. He put a soft floater in the lane, it didn't go, but he was there with the rebound and he gets it to go. We've played three full, it's the Saints 30. The Eagles 29 will be back with fourth quarter action. After these messages, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Miller, Miller, Givens, and Caccioni. Okay. We are back at Reading. 30-29, Burks Catholic. As we go to the fourth, 
That was a 9-9 scoring quarter, Mike. Yeah, we talked about uh, balanced scoring. Well, the extra got two points from extra got uh, two points from four guys, and um, the Saints got three guys scoring two or more points. The Saints bring the ball into the offensive set. Ryan Cook thinks about a three, then wants to drive on Kelsey, decides not to, gets it to Reinhardt, who goes right by at Cachese, but can't get the left-handed layup to go. They go cross court. Here's a three for Reese Garvin, and he hits it. A big three for Reese Garvin, and it's a two-point Exeter lead. And Reese Garvin had a big spark against Mifflin a few weeks ago, and now we're seeing a little bit of right here again. Five points for Garvin on the night. The Saints in the offensive set. Here's Cook, who blows right by Alex Kelsey on the left side, and he scores. Exeter in the offensive set. They get it to Colin Payne. He stops from the free throw line, puts a jumper up, no good, but there's Cachese with the rebound. It's on the floor. Reese Garvin gets it. Back to Teddy Snyder, who puts up a three. Falls over because he could. Didn't look like there was any contact at all, but he tried to show that there was some. No good, and here come the Saints. Jack Miller has it. Bring it back to the right. Here's Reinhardt far right. Now they swing it left again. Cook has it. They like that matchup against Kelsey. Here's Jack Miller dribbling left to right. Caccioni has it. Garvin on him. And here's another Cook drive against. There was a Cook drive against Kelsey. Didn't get it to go, but Reinhardt cleans up the glass and scores. That's five points on the night for him, and it's a two-point Saints lead. 6-10 to go in the fourth. Exeter's just got to slow down here and get a good look at the basket, get a good shot. And that's they not tried, it right there. Teddy Snyder tried to get it inside to Cachese, but Reinhardt fronts him, takes the ball away. Pass is going to enter the game here because they need someone to distribute the ball. The Saints in the offensive set. Jack Miller to Reinhardt, far left beyond three. They get it. Inside to Aiden Sands. They're going to call Teddy Snyder for the foul. That's going to be his third. They're already in the first bonus. So Aiden Sands on the line for a one and one. Two for three on the night thus far. And this one is no good. Exeter pushing the issue. Zion Pascal hands it off to Alex Kelsey on the left-hand side. He's taking a look. They back it out to Reese Garvin. Go cross-court to Zion Pascal. Looking inside for Colin Payne, but they're going to call Caccioni for being a little too aggressive. That's going to be his second, the team's fourth. I'd go right back to it right now. Refs are looking for it right now. Payne's going to inbound the ball here, see if they get a screen coming in. Once he inbounds it, see where he goes. Colin Payne looking at the inbound, tries to get it to Reese Garvin. He can't control it, and as they fight for it, Caccioni comes up with it, and they're going to call they got Anthony Cachese yep. with the foul. That's his third. Team already in the first bonus. That's their ninth. 
BC was two for nine from the line in the third quarter. They're 0 for two right now in the fourth. Caccioni's first up and good. It's a three-point Saints lead, five and a half to go in the fourth. Here's his second, and that's good. Six points on the night for Caccioni. Exeter in the offensive set. They get it inside to Anthony Cacchese. He's going against Reinhardt, goes up strong with the right hand and scores. They have not stopped him on that low block all night. I would keep going back to it. Two-point game here as BC brings it across half court with Cook. Cook gets the drive, able to get Kelsey off of him, puts up a shot for three. It's short from the left. That was the same push-off down here that we got fouls in the first half over here. So they got to be consistent. We're going to call the push-offs. Exeter in the offensive set. Kelsey goes to the right to Pascal. He's got the dribble on Miller. Hands it off to Colin Payne, who goes right around him. Bangs into Jack Miller, and Jack Miller's gonna be called for the foul. That's gonna be his second, team's fifth. And Exeter bringing the ball into the right under their own basket. Zion Pascoe gets it back to Reese Garvin. Cross court pass to Alex Kelsey. He's playing catch with Zion Pascoe. He dribbles right, still has it. Hits a cutting, Reese Garvin off the glass and it doesn't want to fall. But Anthony Cachese in the scrub gets it back somehow. And as they're fighting for it, they're gonna call Aiden Sands for the foul. That's one of those hot potato that the ball's rolling around, bouncing everywhere. And as Cachese's trying to corral it under the basket, they call Aiden Sands for the foul. That's his third, the team's sixth. And as Exeter brings it in, too hot to handle on the pass, goes out of bounds, and it's gonna be Saints ball, and we've got a timeout on the court. 4.19 to play here in the fourth. It's the Saints 36, the Eagles 34. We'll be right back, this is the Exeter Sports Network. arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. 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 But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Mike, looking at the Saints scoring, Aiden Sands had 10 big second quarter points, only two in that third, and nothing in the fourth thus far. Right, you took with the big three, big four for BC. Jordan has one point here in the second half. Cook has four points. Miller has not scored the entire game. If the you, Saints. If you, if you had told Coach Ashcroft, hey, I'll give you four minutes left in the game, up, down by two, would you take it? I'm sure you would have taken it. 
Saints in the offensive set. Reinhardt with the dribble. Goes left to Caccioni. He brings it cross court with the pass to Miller. Colin Payne on him. Go back to the left to Caccioni. Zion Pascal on him. They fire it inside to Aiden Sands. He barely hold on to it, but he does. Kicks it back out to Reinhardt, and the Saints go into a reset. Sands and Cook trying to go back door. Nothing there. Here's a cross court to Cook, who thinks about a three, doesn't take it. Over to Reinhardt, and now they're looking to slow down the pace. Hands it to Caccioni on the left. Pascal all over him. How long will he put J.J. Jordan on the bench? He's been there a long time. Reinhardt way out with Anthony Caccese on him. Pascal all over Caccioni. The Saints are playing 10 feet beyond. Here's Cook who tries to go in with the drive. The ball's knocked away. It goes off Cook. It'll be Exeter ball. Good hands there by Reese Garvin to slap that away off the thigh of Cook. Exeter with a chance to tie it three minutes ago here in the game. We have a ball game, folks. Alex Kelsey with the dribble, 10 feet beyond three straight away. Hands it off to Colin Payne, further left to Garvin. Pass in the middle to Zion Pascal. He does a little right to left dribble. Gets it back to Kelsey. Kelsey's looking inside for Anthony Cachese. There's a lot of physicality going on inside the paint right now. Zion Pascal tries to dribble baseline, but gets it back out to Reese Garvin. Comes to the left to Colin Payne. I can just talk about how Exeter getting it outside of three. But Colin Payne has it. He's looking to go against. Gets it to Zion Pascal, who gets a nice pass inside to Alex Kelsey, who goes up off the glass and scores. And we have a tie game with 2.10 to go here in the fourth. And there's a timeout on the court. 2.11 to play. A tie ball game. And we'll be back after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Well, friends, if you watch sports for any period of time, it's essentially 0-0 with two minutes to go here in the fourth. The Saints bring it in. Reinhard has it. Cachese comes out on him. Cross-court pass ultimately in Jordan's hands. Bring it back to Reinhardt. He's still about 10 feet outside of three. Saints haven't tried to push it inside yet. Still handing, handing it back and forth. Jordan tried to drive against Kelsey. Nothing there and just hands it off. Now remember, they sat Jordan down for driving out of control, so he may not be as aggressive here going to the hole. They're trying to get um, Cuck involved here. Miller's first shot and made basket of the game right there with the three. A big three from Jack Miller. 
and it gives the Saints a three-point lead with 1.25 to go here in the fourth. Colin Payne looking to drive on Jordan, stops 10 feet away and hits the jumper. His first bucket of the fourth, it's a one-point Saints lead. Here's Jordan getting by Kelsey, tries to drive and has the ball stripped. Exeter has it. Zion Pasco with the dribble, brings it cross court to Alex Kelsey. We are under a minute to play. They're gonna go to Colin Payne. He's got it against Jordan, looking to drive on him. He spots up and shoots and scores! Colin Payne's second bucket of the quarter. It's a one-point Eagles lead. 40 seconds to go in the fourth. The Saints a little hurried right now. They could slow it down. Jordan has it. They get it to the left side to Reinhardt for a three. No good. Aiden Sands tries to knock it away. Pascal has it. They get it to Colin Payne. Let's see who they're going to call it. They're going to give one-on-one for Pascal here. Pascal shoots 45%. Payne shoots 87%. If I were Payne, I'd walk to the line anyhow and make him take me off the line. That is the seventh team foul for the Saints. So it puts them in the first bonus. And Zion Pascal with a huge opportunity with the first free throw. It's his first free throw of the game. It's on its way, no good. Reinhardt with the rebound, 20 seconds to go. Jordan, it's in his hands. Kelsey's guarding him. He's trying to drive left to right. Cachese blocks him off. Jordan trying to drive again on Kelsey, and he gets it up and in, and Exeter calls timeout with six seconds left. Jordan drives the lane, able to get it up. It barely gets over the front of the rim, and it gives the Saints a one-point lead. You see if they put any time back on the clock. There's six seconds on the clock now. There was about eight seconds, nine seconds when he called timeout. Now they're giving 7.8 seconds here. 7.8 seconds ago, Exeter down by one. They've got to go the length of the court. This is going to be the Colin Payne show. I totally agree. Come off a screen or something like that. Uh, they're going to drive the ball down here. Pass is going to run the length of the court with the ball. Uh, they're putting Teddy Snyder in the game here. That handoff, you knew Coach Ashcroft was that close from having Colin Payne on the line instead of Zion Pascal. Yeah, Pascal just kind of turtled down with the ball as they tell little kids not to do. He should have looked to get it to Payne right away. 7.8 seconds, as Mike told you, here in the fourth. Exeter will bring it in full court. Well, we had a, a late bucket game winner last night at the buzzer. Let's see if we get one here. We absolutely had a great game last night. We are bringing you championship basketball. These games, heart stoppers, fans of the Saints, fans of the Eagles, and it comes down to the last eight seconds of this game as well. So Kelsey's gonna try and get the ball and run the court here. Payne's gonna sit here at half court. If the ball gets in, he's gonna fly to the front court this is either going to get inbounded to Teddy Snyder. Alex Kelsey has an inbound. He's on the drive. Goes in off the glass. It's no good. Reese Garvin throws up a shot. No good. And there's the buzzer. 
The Saints escape with a 41-40 victory here at the Santander Arena. Exeter had a couple opportunities. Alex Kelsey drove the lane on the left side, tried to put it off the glass as he'd done several times during the game. It didn't fall. Reese Garvin got the rebound, put up a shot, and that didn't fall. A scrum on the floor and the clock strikes zero. We will be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet age. Chef Joe Church has been serving Reading's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. And now back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back, Reading, Pennsylvania. A hard stomper in our first game of the evening. The Saints coming out on top with a 41-40 victory. And Mike, taking a look at scoring first for the Eagles, I've got Colin Payne finishing with 14. Anthony Cachese, 10. But those are the only two in double figures. The next in line would actually be Reese Garvin with five. So Exeter's still looking for that balanced scoring, and it came back to bite him tonight. Absolutely. You know, we talked about the start of the game. Teddy Snyder had to come up and be that other scorer. He had to put the ball in the basket for him tonight. Uh, a tough night shooting for Teddy. Three points. He started off with the first shot of the night with a three, gave Exeter a 3 nothing lead, and he did not score the rest of the game. And that, to me, was the, the, the deciding factor in this game as far as you know, a one-point loss here in the semifinals, 
You know, the third leading scorer of the team scored three points, one third of his, his average, and that's that's uh, disappointing, obviously, for Teddy and for all the Exeter people. But again, give credit to BC. Uh, wasn't the kind of game they wanted to play tonight, but they hung tough the whole way and and they took care of business and and got the stops there at the end. Taking a look at Burke's Catholic scoring. Pretty interesting when you see how it all shakes out. You take a look, we talked about the first half, Aiden Sands had 10 second quarter points. Mike, he ends up scoring two the rest of the way and finishes with 12. Yeah, high scorer for the team, only scoring double digits tonight. And the one thing we just talked about at the start of the game was how they have four guys who are usually in double digits. Tonight, one. So again, Exeter did a very nice job of kind of taking the air out of the ball, not allowing that many possessions down the other end. They slowed the game down, and certainly you can see it reflects here in the scoring column for the Saints tonight. Taking a look at scoring, we mentioned the 12 for Aiden Sands. J.J. Jordan, again, an interesting game for him. Four points in the first, nothing in the second, only one in the third, two in the fourth. Sat a lot of that second half. Finishes with seven, Ryan Cook six. Another situation, if you would have told me that would have been the final score as far as uh, individual scoring shaking out and that the Saints would have eked out a win, I don't think I would have agreed with you. Uh, absolutely. When, when I tell you that, you know, Ryan Cuck scored almost more than half his normal score. Um, Jordan was nine points off his normal average. And so you look at that. The only one who hit there in March tonight was Sands. And Sands did it by, you know, one quarter alone with 10 points in the second quarter. Which, again, we talked about at halftime. Sands kept the Saints not just in the game, but in the lead a little bit there with that effort in the second quarter. And it certainly paid dividends at the end. They were just one point better than the Eagles tonight. you got to give credit to Christian Caccioni. As far as the minutes that he had, he comes up with six big points, becomes a factor in this game. And you talk about your deep bench. He plays a factor for the Saints tonight. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, came out that third quarter, hit a big three, and we both said it at the same time. That was a big score for the Saints at that time. It was almost 36-36, got him a lead a little bit, and, you know, very few points scored after. So, again, Caccioni kind of filling in for the other starters there, uh, the starters who did not score tonight. But, again, you know, tough loss for Exeter, but a good win for the Saints. The win ugly to win big. Just keep on winning in the postseason. The score at the half was 21-20 Saints. They end up going 20 and 20 in the second half and the Saints come away with a 41-40 victory. 9-11, 9-11 for both teams. Well friends, that is a wrap from the Santander Arena in Reading, Pennsylvania. Again, your final, Burks Catholic 41, Exeter 40. For super producer Jerry Gelliff, my phenomenal broadcast partner Mike Boyer, I'm Darren Ziner. Join us on the Saints Sports Network Friday night as the Burks Catholic Saints will face either the Muhlenberg Mules or the Reading Red Knights. Thanks for listening to this presentation on the Exeter Sports Network. We hope you have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter BCI AA Playoff Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network.
Brought to you by Meg's Quilted Memories at MegsQuiltedMemories.com and the Ready Royals at RoyalsHockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.